Hello Virgo friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Virgo October 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. This is for you if Virgo is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Virgo placement you're listening for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Virgo friend, so birthdays like September 15th through the rest of the sign, or placement 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Libra report as you very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Wow, what a month. We've got two eclipses this month. Money boom from one eclipse. We'll talk about that. Trine, the most favorable aspect in all of astrology from the other eclipse for Virgo. We'll talk about that. Also, you've got Mercury and Venus in your sign. So there are a lot of details to discuss. Let's get on with the goodies. All right, so I'm going to show you different layers of energetics that are occurring this month that are all happening at the same time. When there are complex forces at play, as there always are with astrology in the world, in the universe, in our experience, it helps to break things down into layers and then try to weave them together and give a general overview and help you see the forces that are going to affect the climate of your astrological experience in October and before and after. It would be nice and easy if all of the astrological factors at play just neatly fit within a month time, but they don't. So you may feel things that I'm going to talk about before and things will echo after, especially these eclipse related things. The first thing to know about this month as we weave the storyline is that This is maybe the most intense month of the whole year, astrologically. And intense doesn't always have to be bad, okay? So keep that in mind. This is definitely not a fear-based focus. I'm an optimist, and even if there are challenges, I always, myself, try to reframe things to look at the good side and to make the most of them, and I always help you to do the same if I see challenges in the chart. So this is a no-fear zone here. Uh, But when we do have a lot of intense factors, I do have to list them so that you know what you're in for. And this month is going to be a doozy. Intensity can be dramatic change that you've been waiting for and hoping for. Intensity can be dramatic change that you're not hoping for. So, you know, intensity doesn't mean good or bad, and we can apply perspective to shift how we experience these things. So the next thing to know about this month is Part of what's giving it the intensity, obviously the two eclipses is the biggest factors, but we also have a lot of aspects, period, a lot of connections in the stars. And most of those are challenged points. There's awkwardness, there's chaotic forces, and this is an unusual month in that way because we haven't had a month like this since I can remember really with so many more salty aspects, as I call them, compared to sweet ones. So what we need to know about this is, first of all, don't worry. Second of all, bring your umbrella. Third of all, you know, know that things are going to get messy. And that these aspects represent like bumps in the road, I like to call them. So you're trying to flow in life and there's a bump. You're trying to speed up and get going and there's a bump. And so these are little things, most of which pass very quickly. Okay, but they're just little nuisance factors so that as they come, then you understand what's going on and you don't have to be like, what's happening? Because now you know. So 
Something else to know about the general energy of the month is we do have six oppositions this month. And really, anything going on with eclipses are their own storyline of oppositions. Oppositions are opposing forces pulling in, you know, different directions. So you're going to notice a lot of needing to do this, but needing to do that. And something needing you here, but something needing you here. And feeling like you're being pulled. This is a beautiful opportunity to transcend the struggles. And you could wind up feeling like a superhero when you have all the balls up in the air and they're not falling. So this is a really great chance to see what you can do and step into here of superhero mode, as I like to call it. We also have six counterbalancing trines in the stars. That's not even ones specific for you as a Virgo. So these six trines are beautiful blessings where things can just roll in in beautiful, easy ways. We've got three water trines, October 13th, the 22nd, and the 24th. And this can bring, these can bring connections that are sweet and spiritual insights and powerful healing information from the ethereal or the subconscious realm. They're wonderful for quiet personal pursuits or having deep and fulfilling experiences with others. We also have three earth trines, the third and then between the 21st and 22nd, and then the 31st, a nice Halloween or Samhain one. And the earth trines can bring mega manifestations. So these are amazing for taking important steps that you hope to be successful for the long term. And this is a really great month for making decisions because as of September 30th, the post-Mercury retrograde shadow period has passed. So we're entering the month with Mercury full and clear. And that certainly makes things easier as far as seeing further ahead, being able to make plans. So as the eclipses bring opportunities and news, as these trines bring news and opportunities, you'll have a more clear space to make decisions from. And that's also supported by the fact that the Venus retrograde cycle is finally complete. The shadow period for Venus retrograde started in June. It went retrograde in July, it went direct in September, but it took, or it will take until October 6th to completely clear. But that means that we've got this month now with that behind us, which again is going to make things easier to decide to move forward. And even though, as I mentioned, there will be these road bumps, so you'll have these nuisance things as you're moving along, but you will see certain things start to really speed forward, light speed. And actually, manifestation can uh, be so expedited that it can blow your mind. And that's from the combination of all of these things, and particularly from the eclipses. Eclipse time happens every six months, and this is a time when the universe recalibrates, it shifts trajectory. If we're getting off track with something, it lights up what's most important. There are faded experiences that happen. I do believe we have some free will, which, um, you know, meaning we can make some choices that can shift certain experiences for us. But at the same time, there are certain things that are faded and divinely timed that we can't get out of. And a lot of times those things tend to show up in big form at eclipse time. So four to six weeks before the actual eclipses, the eclipses are on the 14th and the 28th of October. So four to six weeks before and after those dates is the eclipse season. I always like an eclipse season to a pot of water at a rumbling, like low boil, just kind of 
for the whole time of an eclipse season. So for this Taurus Scorpio eclipse season, that's going to end the big mega ending that's happening this month after two years, the end of 2021 to the end of 2023. In the Taurus Scorpio arenas, there's been this bubbling just constantly for a couple of years. And then what would happen is every six months when, you know, close to the eclipse cycle beginning again, that pot starts boiling over. You know, it's not just a simmer. It's like bubbling up. So the four to six weeks around the eclipse season, the bubbles are going crazy. Everything's heated up with intensity for eclipse manifestations. Things can happen from the storylines of eclipses at any point during the cycle of the eclipse, but things tend to really heat up at those times. And this is what you're going to be seeing. So the end of August, September, October into November, Things are bubbling up from the unconscious and subconscious space into the conscious realm to be dealt with. A lot of these things were under the surface. Maybe when you've been aware of them, maybe you haven't, but they're coming up and you can no longer ignore them and they want attention and they will have it. So, you know, this, this month is going to be bubbling over with, with that intensity. The Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle has featured the storyline of my stuff versus our stuff individual autonomy and independence versus shared interdependence, topics of codependency, you know, anything related to you versus someone else and you and your stuff versus other people's stuff and shared things. So you will have seen storylines for two years coming up and now we're going to have this final culmination. So if there's been something going on in those arenas, this is the last chapter. Okay, and of course, last chapters always beget new books. So, you know, something new will be born from whatever ends now. But on the 28th of October, we've got the Taurus full moon lunar eclipse, five degree last eclipse in the Taurus Scorpio cycle, wrapping something up. Okay, so... This is the eclipse that I mentioned that is actually making a trine for you. We'll get to the money boom one soon, but it's just the flow has taken us here right now. So whenever something happens in a fellow earth sign for Virgo, that makes a trine for you. That's a 120 degree angle, which is the most favorable in all of astrology. So the odds that something magnificent will happen for you from this eclipse is increased. Okay. And something is ending. So here's an example of what that can look like. Something in your self-sufficiency ends. Maybe you retire. Now, how you're getting money is from eighth house energy, like investments, retirement, spouse, family, right? Something like that. Or maybe you leave a certain job and then now there's something more in the arena of Scorpio where you're doing your work, the lesser seen realm. They're shuffling around of energy at this time. And anything that's taken away will be replaced equally with something or some things that fill in that space. The law of the universe that states matter is not created nor destroyed. It simply changes form is very apparent at eclipse time. So you'll see this full moon end something. But around the same time, either before or after, you'll see it replaced with something else. Now, for um, Virgo placements, this makes the trine most favorable in all of astrology. Every Virgo can feel the goodies from that, but the closer you are to five degrees, the more you get the goodies. So those are August-born Virgos have more of a chance 
of getting a direct, obvious manifestation from this. But if you're not in that zone, don't worry. Like I said, it could manifest for anybody, but you know, there's just kind of a heated um, possibility for those of you in that zone. So between zero and 10 degrees for your Virgo placement and for those, um, you know, birthdays. And I'd say probably the days around the 27th, 28th, that's the more close impact, but all the August born are very in close, in close round there. So we talked about some things related to Taurus that can be lit up. What also can be lit up from this is your ninth house. Your ninth house is the house ruled by Sagittarius, and that's the the area that this uh, eclipse is occurring. So something notable with education, teaching, learning, something notable with international business or connections, different languages, different cultures, even somebody from an international place, a meaningful relationship of some kind. Anything having to do with broadened horizons through experiences or through spiritual perspective. And this can also be renewed optimism. So if you are a Virgo that tends to worry, and most of them I know tend to do that, right? You ruled by Mercury, cycle things through your mind on the hamster wheel. This can give you new perspective. And this can change your mind about things, which can change your life. So sometimes these manifestations are direct and material. And sometimes they are perceptual. But then once you change that lens, everything looks different. So you can be on the lookout for how these types of things manifest, but look for lots of opportunities and dramatic endings and beginnings to occur in those areas. So now let's get on to the money boom one. All right. So Actually, the first eclipse in the month we have is October 14th. It's at 21 degrees of Libra. It's a new moon solar eclipse. It's the second eclipse in the Aries Libra cycle that began in the spring of this year or fall for you all down under in April. So this is a series that will be in effect from spring of 2023 to spring of 2025 And for all of you down under, it will be fall of 2023 through fall of 2025. So whatever meaningful things happened at that time, look for themes that will continue over the next years. For some context, think back to the time of 2014 through 2015. Think about the types of changes that have gone on in your me-we relationships. So we talked about Taurus and Scorpio as being my stuff and our stuff. We're continuing this me-we polarity with this new cycle. And so things having to do with you and your independence, you know, you as a pioneer, you as a spark to light one somebody's way, your individual pursuits versus partnerships, relationships, and keeping the balance between those. So think back to 2014 and 2015 and think about the types of changes that happened in your relationships at that time. And you can go back even further to see like the end of 2004 through the middle of 2006, what types of changes happened then? Because those may come back around as cycles. Now, to answer this question that I know many of you are going to have, if something terrible happened in those years, does that mean it's going to happen again? Not necessarily. There are still unique astrological forces that are flavoring this period of time 
that are not that were not in effect then or that were in effect then that are not in effect now okay but powerful beginnings and endings of relationships are very likely and that's one of the polarities that are at play so now let's talk about the Oh, actually, before I go into that, I just want to mention some resources I've created for you to go deeper into understanding these eclipses. I talk a lot about these because they're so profound and they are so powerful and they dominate the energies of the time period that they happen in. And I always like to do a good job giving you as many layers as possible to understand the obvious and less obvious things that are happening for you in your evolution. So if you go to my YouTube homepage, Annie Botticelli YouTube, make sure you go to the homepage, click on the playlists, then you scroll down to the Eclipse playlist, watch Eclipses in Taurus, watch Eclipses in Libra. Those are the signs of the Eclipses. Then for the houses specific to Virgo, look for Eclipses in Sagittarius or the ninth house, because that's where that Taurus Eclipse will be. And look for, well, actually Eclipses in Taurus or second house, because that's where the Libra eclipse is going to be. So I guess you don't really, you're only looking up three, but the one for Taurus is double duty for you because one of the eclipses is in the Taurus sign. And for Virgos, the other eclipse is in the Taurus house. Okay. So that's going to be a big one for you. All right. So now let's talk about this October 14th, 21 degree Libra new moon solar eclipse. Second one in the series. This is happening in your money house. Not only do you have an eclipse in your money house at this time, you have star goddess Pallas Athena bringing boldness and strategy. You've got the sun lighting up places that you've forgotten about, bringing back opportunities that you may have lost, showing you the um, dust and dirt, we'll say, like imagine a bright light in a dark room. The bright light may accentuate the colors and make things more beautiful, but the bright light can show the cobwebs and the cracks and the paints. So you may be seeing the cracks in the paint with your finances, your budgeting, your spending, your income. And then Mars is there. Wherever Mars is, it's like the, I call it the border collie of the Zodiac. It's, you're obsessed with that area. Whether you want to be or whether you're there by necessity, there's massive financial focus for Virgo at this time. And then of course, the longer term transiting south node, which is connected to this eclipse in Libra, which is healing karma in your relationships and healing karma in your money. Something that everyone has a chance to notice at this time is a very rapid healing and clearing of karmic experiences. So if you've been heavy in your relationships, if you've been heavy with money, there's a chance that old patterns can evaporate like they never existed, both for you and familial line. If you have a storyline of lack or certain experiences in money, that ancestors had that you have, those things can be evaporated sometimes without you doing anything. But the more you actively work on doing inner work, it helps the eclipses to make even better outcomes through your perspective shift, which changes your life and your experience. Perspective really does change everything. And this isn't just a metaphysical or spiritual idea. This is a scientific proof. Okay. So there's a part of the brain system called the reticulating, the reticulating, the reticulating activating system or reticular activating system. And this is the part of your brain that confirms your beliefs. 
Okay, so if you think I'm sad and you keep thinking I'm sad, it says, oh, you're sad. Okay, great. Let's make you more aware of what there is to be sad about. That's why these things tend to snowball. Because what what this system does is it's your filter. Kind of like you can have a conversation at a cafe and you're hearing the person next to you, even though there are voices all around you. Your your reticular activating system is um, toning out or, or tuning out those other things and putting you right on the conversation. So if you ever notice, let's say you're going to shop for furniture and all of a sudden when you're shopping for furniture, you realize all these furniture places by your house that you've never seen before and they're not new. That's your reticular activating system. Since you brought it into the forefront, I want to buy furniture. It says, oh, you want to buy furniture? It opens up the filters of your consciousness to be aware of everything relevant to your goal. So obviously this is very critically important in manifesting and for healing and for every kind of thing. And so you can work with your your reticular activating system especially at this eclipse time, to help you change your perspective. So that's why focusing on gratitude works. You know, everybody hears that, oh, just focus on gratitude, it works. It's not woo-woo or metaphysical. It's scientific and it's anatomical, it's physiological. So whatever you're tuned into, your your reticular activating system is, um, I'm just going to call it the RAS because I keep bumbling over it. (laughs) So the RAS you know, wants to prove it to you. It's like a faithful servant, a faithful dog that brings you, you know, what it thinks that you want. So if you want positive changes in your finances, having gratitude for the things that are going well, or focusing on the things you want rather than what you don't want, not to ignore the circumstances or, you know, to tune those out, but basically you can utilize the RAS at any time And the more you do that at eclipse time, the more profound perspective changes you can have. And the perspective change does change your experience because it changes what the RAS is um, helping you become aware of, which had been going on all the time. It just had been filtered out. Okay. So it's a very powerful piece of knowledge right there. Hopefully you will, you will utilize that. Okay. So you've got all of these things going on in your money sector, including this eclipse And so when I say boom, that can be, wow, big money news that's challenging. Or that can be, wow, major new opportunities in money. And since this is a new moon, this tends to be the energy of a new opportunity, a new chance to earn money a certain way, a new stream of income, a new new money consciousness, a new way of seeing things that changes your opportunities, a new confidence in your financial... um, you know, your, your power of earning new confidence in how much you think you should earn and your value as a worker and doing whatever you're doing. So this, those are the types of shifts that are very, um, very much happening right now. So then I also mentioned that Venus is going to be in your sign. So from around October 10th through around November 9th, you'll get Venus in your sign. This adds extra harmony and peace and self-esteem. This can also make you more photogenic if you have to take pictures for something professional or for just for fun. 
you may find that you can get really great pictures during that time. Um, you may be more uh, persuasive to others. And it's just overall a really nice time. You could improve your body image. You could um, improve your diet and your health. So those are just blessings that are happening as well. And Mercury is there. So it may be a time full of information that will be helpful to you figuring out who you are, what you're doing, and how you want to show that to the world. If you love the dates that I give you and the aspects and you want more of that, definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com. Put your name and email address right there on the landing page when you get there, and you will have access to my free VIP community. You'll get free mini astrology lessons. You'll get access to my very detailed write-up one month ahead, including dates and sweet and salty dates and aspects and a summary of the month in writing. You will get... um, a review of all of the resources that I've ever created that are relevant for that time period that can help you make the most of the opportunities. If you want to learn astrology, then go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. You can start with the basics, my astrology basics and beyond course and learn to read charts in six easy steps. If you want to take your chart reading to the next level, see my becoming a professional astrologer mastery certification course. You can see that at Loom Life, or you can see that at beastropro, beastropro.com. If you resonate with how I teach and you want to learn, I can help you to make astrology your business. That, that's the main focus of what I do with my work, um, with my school. So you can see all that there. If you want more exclusive content from me that's not available to the public, you can go to anniebastrology.com, annie, the letter B, astrology.com. See my Saturn and Pisces deep dive, my Jupiter and um, in Taurus through the signs. You can see my series on how to make tough transits easier and so much more. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.